Hey everyone, welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. My name is Heidi St. John, and I'm here with my friend Dorinda Wilson. She also writes with me over at the Busy Mom. And between the two of us, we have what? 15 children <laughs> for some, some, some ridiculous number of children. <laughs> And it's really our heart to encourage you in your role as a mom. And I have been thinking about this topic for a long time. I've written about it a few times over at the Busy Mom blog. And today, we're going to kind of pick up the conversation that we had the other day about adolescence and especially, you know, coming into the teen years and what exactly you can look forward to and what you should be dreading. (laughs) And today, we're going to pick it up with... um, assuming that we're sort of into adolescence now and your kids are noticing changes in their bodies, mm-hmm. things are happening. And I thought, you know, is, this is a good time for us to talk about when mm-hmm. to talk to your kids about sex. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? I'm As I'm sitting here, I'm actually thinking out loud as I'm uh, processing this in my head. It doesn't. The talk in this day and age, I think, probably needs to happen sooner mm-hmm. because of all the things right. that our kids are exposed right. to. Right. And I... I think for us, uh, for my daughter, you know, she was in public school for the first, I think, two years of school for first and second grade. She went mm-hmm. to a public school and boy, she, she got an earful mm-hmm. in school mm-hmm. and I ended up having to have, you know, the talk with her right. when she was very young, much mm-hmm. younger than her sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was because of what she was right. exposed Exposure. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so before we really, and you know, dig into this topic or dive into it, I want to encourage you that I'm not trying to give you a formula for how to raise your kids. I think that's what makes this topic so tricky Mm -hmm. because every kid is different. You know, my seven-year-old child's sensibilities and sensitivities to this topic are going to be different than yours. Mm -hmm. And shoot fire if we don't need to hear from the Lord. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know how people parent their kids without the Lord. And uh, mothering is a tremendous gift. And I hope that as you are mothering your kids and walking through, some of you are listening to this and your knees are knocking because you know that this is coming up. And I was really, uh, yeah, I was really terrified (laughs) Mm -hmm. when my kids started entering adolescence. And it turns out it is one of the best Mm -hmm. times, I think, that we have with our kids. It is. Uh, And I'm I'm loving the young adults, too, now that we have. It just, there are seasons of mothering and seasons of parenting, and this is one of them. Um, Like we always do uh, here at at The Busy Mom, it is my art to uh, encourage moms back to the Word of God, always for um, guidance and for encouragement. The Bible has a lot to say about parenting and a lot to say about mothering. And when we talk to our kids, particularly about this subject, I think it's really important that we are sensitive, mm-hmm. that we show a sensitivity to where our kids are at, that we are humble mm-hmm. in it, that we are compassionate, that our kids don't get this feeling like mom and dad have all the answers, right. but they, they can see that we understand that the things that God says are good mm-hmm. and we're there to help them navigate their way through the culture. Right. And the way that we do that is by being in the word ourselves, mm-hmm. is by um, setting the example. You know, I hear parents say all the time, you know, um, I want my kids to grow up to love the Lord. And my first response is, how is your how is your walk with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Are you in the word? Are you um, setting an example for your kids? Because yeah. they're really not listening to you as much as you think they are. They're watching <laughs> They're you. watching, mm-hmm. absolutely. They're watching you. And the Bible says in Ephesians 4, 2, that we are to be completely humble, 
I love that you put the word completely mm-hmm. in front of humble. Be <laughs> not com- just a little. Not just a little humble. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient. Bear with one another in love. And First Peter 3, 8 and 9 says, Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Love as brothers. Be compassionate. Be humble. Wow, I just think it's so important. Our kids, when we enter into these conversations mm-hmm. with them, they need to, to feel that grace coming from yeah. us. And I think sometimes it's a really good idea to... Um, share your mistakes mm. because often we react um, mm-hmm. out of fear because of the mistakes we've made, mm-hmm. and we we overreact. Yeah, overcorrect. Because even. we know exactly because we know the mistakes we made, and mm-hmm. if we're just humble and just explain to our kids, mm-hmm. you know, the reason that I feel so strongly about this is because I made this mistake, and this mm-hmm. is how it affected me, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So and so often mm-hmm. we can say, "I made this mistake because I wasn't. Exactly. I wasn't." following what God says in his word to do. So I had this situation uh, come up with uh, one of my kids who shall remain nameless. And I could tell, boy, it's time. I got to have, you know, Mm -hmm. she's asking questions. And I want to, I, I, for the parent who's sitting there thinking, so when are they going to get to the nitty gritty? How do I know when my kid is ready? I think one of the first things that we look for is questions. Yes. Are are your yes. kids asking yes. questions? Are they, you know, if you live out on a farm, you know, like I grew up out on a farm, <laughs> the questions start a little earlier. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, but, you know, for the most part, you know, I will answer when my kids ask me a, right. a question about sex, I give them a, enough of an answer to where they stop asking questions. And well, as soon I, as you realize mm-hmm. they're they're full, their question's been answered. Right. You know, I was just going to say that you really have to just be sensitive to you don't want to you know, dump a whole dump truck load yeah, of information right, on a kid who TMI, just, mom. <laughs> who really just needed a one short, simple answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of the ways that we did that with our kids was if they, they would ask questions and then I would ask them, do you want to know more? Yeah, that's and great. And often they would say no. Yep. That yep. was enough. Mm-hmm. Or, and sometimes they would say they would question whether they really wanted their question answered mm-hmm. <laughs> believe it or not mm-hmm. and i would say well you know um with the responsibility with knowledge comes There's responsibility some responsibility yeah. and some burden mm-hmm. are you ready for that mm-hmm. because you're going to be you know that that's part of opens up. your eyes and sure. more often than not they would say no i'm not ready for that yet <laughs> so just kind of if only life was that simple it's like for the doing, rest of it yeah it's like yeah. doing a little dance yeah. with them it really is. it really is and i've noticed that with our kids they're all different at different different times it mm-hmm. seems like uh our younger ones have been ready sooner mm-hmm. because they they have older siblings exactly. who have gotten married and they're you right. know we've got grandchildren in our family now right. one child is particularly inquisitive and she was just question after question after and i was like please can we not have this conversation <laughs> and finally i thought you know what it's just time it is. and with yeah. uh with our kids i have there is a series of books and i'm gonna i'll, I'll link back to them at the podcast but i gotta tell you uh, before you just go down to your local bookstore or get on Amazon and look up books on sex ed, there are a lot of books out there that are just flat out right. wrong mm-hmm. and are not going to help you. And you can't tell that by the cover of a book. So really do your homework. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, don't believe everything you read right. and and uh, go to a trusted source. That's why I like Dr. Dobson so much. That's why I love uh, Dr. Gary Chapman. Uh, Meg Meeker has some great stuff mm-hmm. for uh, parents of adolescents. But there's a, a series that was written by Carolyn Nystrom called Before I Was Born, uh, God's Design for Sex. And it starts off, I think it's a series of maybe five books, and it starts off really simple. Mm-hmm. And it's just a children's book, beautiful uh, images, and it you know goes to um, 
they're just very age appropriate and you can answer really basic questions. Uh, this one says it was designed for children ages five to eight. Uh, this is book two in the series. And it says, before I was born, explains in an age-appropriate language the basic nature of sexual intercourse between a husband and wife and discusses conception, fetal development, childbirth, and breastfeeding. I got to tell you, they said ages five to eight. One of my kids wasn't ready for that book until she was 12. Mm-hmm. And one of them was ready at eight. Right. And you really need to know your own child. Mm-hmm. You need to know what your child's sensitivities are and just um like like we were just reading that verse be mm-hmm. compassionate you know don't their, give them too much information right, right. watching their body language yes that, yes that tells a lot about how how it's going <laughs> mm-hmm. uh the first one in this series is called the story of me and it's uh again it basically explains to young children about how amazing their bodies yeah. are yeah. and i think man we can do a lot as mothers to give our kids confidence right. yes. that the changes that are coming are mm-hmm. good yeah, they're, they're good natural. changes. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. That's kind of the the route that we tended to take was that this is the way we were created. God mm-hmm. created us this way. And mm-hmm. so it's natural and normal for you to be feeling this and mm-hmm. experiencing this and, and help them navigate that. Yeah. Um, but with a, a framework that says this was intentional. Yeah, absolutely. You're not a weirdo. You're not, yep. a, you know, you're not losing your mind. You're not, you know, yep. you're not strange. Mm-hmm. This is just normal. This is mm-hmm. part of growing up. Mm-hmm. And those feelings. And I know with our, we, you know, we do a fair amount of ribbing in right. our house when the, when our boys' voices start to crack <laughs> and, you know, some of the more obvious things. Right. Uh, and we just, I want them to enjoy as much as possible, right. as much as they can uh, to enjoy the process so that they're not afraid. Right. So that they realize, you know what, this is part of of growing up and really helping them understand some of the complexities Mm -hmm. of the culture Mm -hmm. that we live in. For example, uh, we have had really open discussions with our kids about really hard topics Mm -hmm. because they see it on the news. Right. They live here. Right. You know, and as much as I don't want to have to say, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, just just last week, one of our kids saw the headlines uh, in the paper that. The, uh, the Seattle school district mm-hmm. up in Puyallup mm-hmm. has declared a gender neutral restroom mm-hmm. now, locker rooms. Mm-hmm. And we, he was like, why, wow. how can they do that? Like, I yeah. I wouldn't want a girl walking into right. my locker right. room. Well, these are conversations we weren't having 20 years ago, right. but we live in a culture that's really confused mm-hmm. and we're not adhering to God's word right. and we're having a hard time teaching it to our own kids. And mm-hmm. so I tell parents, listen, don't be afraid to tackle, t- you know, tough topics with your mm-hmm. kids. Some of them you're not going to want to talk about. Right. But I got news for you. We live here. Right. Uh, we live here. And there are hard things are happening. And I think just talking to your kids about God's design for sex, and mm-hmm. it was his, he said it was good. Mm-hmm. He said it was good. It's meant to be a gift between a husband and a wife. Right. And the physical changes that are happening in their bodies are getting them ready to be adults mm-hmm. and ready to have children of their own. And I think when you frame it that way, mm-hmm. That it's not bad. No. You know, I mean, the world has made sex kind of whatever, dirty. Right. right. But God, that's not how God that's sees it. God plan. thinks it's Mm-mm. awesome. And that's what we tell our kids. You know, I'm always telling parents, you know, gross out your kids, kiss in front of your kids, <laughs> let right. them see you, you know, smack each other on the <laughs> rear end or whatever. It's good for them. Mm-hmm. It's good for them. And I think it gives them um, kind of a a good solid foundation right. so that they're right. not afraid to ask right. questions and they're excited hopefully right. about the process. Well, and haven't you seen that with um you know your oldest is married and mm-hmm. our two oldest are married and I'm watching them in their relationship and they're 
following our example. And it's just so great to see. Yeah, it's so exciting to watch. And we can take confidence Mm -hmm. in what God is doing uh, even now in this generation with our kids. We talked about this yesterday. You know, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid of what's happening around you, but do be in the Word. Right. Do learn to navigate these things through the Word. There are some really good books to read. Uh, you heard me say, definitely check out uh, uh, Preparing for Adolescence. I think in some ways, I know he's got a newer version of right. it out. In some right. ways, the the verbiage he uses is a little bit like 1979 mm-hmm. or whenever the book came out, <laughs> but fantastic. And his right. whole uh, premise for that book is it's better to prepare than repair. Exactly. It's better to get so them true. ready for what's coming, let them know um, what they can expect, talk to your girls about their period so it doesn't freak them out, right. scare them to death. <laughs> and I look for those changes in my in my in my daughters. I'm mm-hmm. looking for physical changes, I'm looking for emotional outbursts, you right, know. Right. And opportunities to just take them out for coffee and say, "Hey, right. You know, I'm noticing some changes in you, and I've noticed that you're crying a lot or whatever. <laughs> I noticed that I asked you to do the dishes the other day, and you collapsed in a puddle of tears, and that just isn't like you. <laughs> so I think maybe something else, you know, might be going on. Right. Look for opportunities. Right. Which is great, because they may be feeling at that point, like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, exactly. And you don't even know it. Yeah. And so when you take that initiative to mm-hmm. talk to them about it and prepare them for it, mm-hmm. and then along the way throughout the teen years to you know, take their hand and, you know, basically emotionally and everything to um, just walk with them through it. And Mm -hmm. like you said, talk a lot, explain Mm -hmm. what's going on and have conversations and um, and encourage them yeah. that what they're experiencing is normal. Yeah, it is normal and it's exciting. And, it is exciting. What, and what's coming for right. them in their Give future. Them something to look forward something to. Something to look forward to. We've mm-hmm. had um, you know, a few things that we've done. I don't know if you if you listening can hear this, but it's raining cats and dogs out here and so loud that it's like hitting the roof and hitting the gutters and it's beautiful, though. The smell of the air so when fresh. it rains, oh, it's wonderful. If you've never visited uh, Washington and Oregon, when it rains, you got a gum because it's amazing. And that's pretty much just about any time of year. That's pretty much just any time of year. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do think, man, if we can just give our kids um, just vision casting, right. really, that's what parents right. are doing. That's what that's moms right. are doing. And don't be afraid mm-hmm. to talk to your kids about it. Keep yeah. that dialogue, that open dialogue. If you see them with a question mark in their mm-hmm. eyes ask him yeah you know, do you have a question do you you know encourage them to ask you and that you're a safe place right not yeah. someone else if you yep. have questions about this or more questions about this even after you've explained something mm-hmm. please just come to mm-hmm. me don't go to somebody else that's what we've told our kids no matter what your question is mm-hmm. we are a safe place mm-hmm. and you know what parents you demonstrate that you're a safe place by not laughing or freaking or out. freaking out <laughs> when your kids ask you questions that you wish they wouldn't have asked right. you uh right. you you demonstrate that you're a safe place exactly. by the way that you answer their questions and they will keep coming back to you and, it, and it's they will. hard i mean it can be hard and it can be uncomfortable and is mm-hmm. it can become easy to disengage absolutely it, it would be it's better to just hit the pause button yep. if you need to <laughs> and say you know let me just think about that and I'll Mommy's be back to you to on that. have some tea and she'll be back <laughs> <laughs> and pray you know because really prayer is the best thing we can be doing mm. through all those years is just praying for wisdom God said he'll give it to us and James one mm. he said if you lack right. wisdom pray he didn't it. just say he'd give us a little bit he'd give us give it to all us wisdom. generously that's right and so we can count on that, and mm-hmm. he, he'll he be faithful. Mm. Yeah. 
He'll be faithful. I'm going to leave it there. That is the best place to leave this conversation. And we're going to pick it up again tomorrow, just talking about how you can draw your teenager into relationship with you and give you some practical ideas for the teenage years. We'll see you back here in a couple of days. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.